Welcome to the audio podcast of Morning Psalms and Prayers from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. A weekday devotional time in the Psalms. Good morning and welcome to Morning Psalms and Prayer. Today is Monday, October 19th. We begin with another prayer from Lifting Up Our Hearts, a book of prayers of John Calvin. Let us pray. Grant, Almighty God, that as thou hast not only in thy law prescribed to us what is right and shown to us the way of a godly life, but hast also more clearly revealed thy will to us by the light of your gospel, where Christ thy Son shines forth as the Son of Righteousness. O grant that we may submit ourselves wholly to thee, and from the heart render thee obedience, and to this apply all our efforts and direct all our doings, so that having finished the course of this life, we may at length come into that blessed rest that has been prepared for us in heaven by Christ our Lord, in whose name we pray. Amen. Okay, we're finishing up Psalm 89 today. We're going to be reading from verse 38 through the end of the chapter, which is verse 52. Hear the word of the Lord. But now you have cast off and rejected. You are full of wrath against your anointed. You have renounced the covenant with your servant. You have defiled his crown in the dust. You have breached all his walls. You have laid his strongholds in ruins. All who pass by plunder him. He has become the scorn of his neighbors. You've exalted the right hand of his foes. You have made all his enemies rejoice. You've also turned back the edge of his sword, and you have not made him stand in battle. You have made his splendor to cease and cast his throne to the ground. You have cut short the days of his youth. You have covered him with shame. How long, O Lord, will you hide yourself forever? How long will your wrath burn like fire? Remember how short my time is. For what vanity you have created all the children of man. What man can live and never see death? Who can deliver his soul from the power of Sheol? Lord, where is your steadfast love of old, which by your faithfulness you swore to David? Remember, O Lord, how your servants are mocked, and how I bear in my heart the insults of all the many nations, with which your enemies mock, O Lord, with which they mock the footsteps of your anointed. Blessed be the Lord forever. Amen and amen. All right, as we finish up this psalm, we see a theme that we see throughout the Psalter. How long, O Lord, as we see in verse 46, will you hide yourself forever? How long will your wrath burn like fire? This was an important question for the psalmist. He's seeing that God's anointed one, a king, we don't know which king it is, sees that a king is being pushed down, that, that the people of Israel have been uh, put out of the picture. They are supposed to be the anointed ones of God. The king is supposed to be the anointed one. God made a promise. He made a covenant promise to David. And the people of Israel are being pushed aside. They're being squashed, basically. And so what in the world is going on here? Well, clearly the psalmist understands that the people have disobeyed God. Because what does he say? How long will your wrath burn like fire? He knows that they're being punished for something. Now, up further in this psalm, he, the psalmist actually questions what's happening to the covenant. Well, we're going to see as we get to the end that really the psalmist does seem to understand that God will be faithful to his covenant. That is really important for us to understand. But what is going on here? And, you know, I think we ask this question too. I think when things are going bad for us or we see things in the world that are evil, we ask this question. I'm sure I've mentioned that before when we've seen this question in the Psalms. How long, O oh Lord, uh, you seem to be hiding. How long are you going to punish 
uh, your people? How long will this evil go on? That's an important question. That's an important question for us to pray and for us, for us to ask because it means that we understand that something is wrong. It means that we understand that either something has happened that is that that God is is taking care of his he's punishing or we it understand or we understand that the world is broken because yes there is a sense where God can can punish directly for his wrath but really when we think about it all uh, bad things that happen in the world are a result of the wrath of God because they're a result of sin we wouldn't be in this position if the world wasn't fallen and broken. So everything that happens in the world, we see as a result of sin. And so we understand that, that this is the wrath of God against humanity because we have, we have broken his law. We have shamed not only ourselves, but him. He is holy and we're not. And we have, we have gone up against his holiness. And so when we ask these questions, we're saying, Lord, we understand that the world's broken. We understand that this is a terrible thing, that this is not the way things were designed to be. And so we ask this question, how long, O Lord? And then when the psalmist says in verse 49, Lord, where is your steadfast love of old, which by your faithfulness you swore to David? The psalmist is saying, you promised something here. You said that you were going to have steadfast love to us. You swore faithfulness to David. Well, God hasn't broken that. It seems to them like he has, but God does not change his promises. He is going to fulfill that promise. He will keep the promise to David, and we know that he fulfills that in the Lord Jesus Christ. But what does the psalmist call upon here? He calls upon the faithfulness of God. He understands that even though things are bad, even though God is pouring out his wrath, he understands that God can't change, that God is faithful. And so he's calling upon it. He's saying, hey, God, remember what you said to us. Remember that there would always be one, one of the line of David who would be on the throne. Remember that. You can't let this happen. And I don't have it highlighted here, but in verse 50, remember, O Lord, how your servants are mocked and how I bear in my heart the insults of all of, of all the many nations. In other words, God, look at what's happening here. Bad things are happening. People are calling your faithfulness into question. All this is happening. But how does this psalm end? Blessed be the Lord forever. Amen and amen. The psalmist is calling out for God to remedy this. But what does he understand more than anything? That God is blessed forever. He puts his trust and his faith in God. Regardless of what's happening, he's saying... Lord, we put our trust in you because you are our faithful one. And so even though things may be bad in our lives, even though may we, we may see things in the world that cause us to wonder if God's in control, it doesn't change the fact that God is in control. So blessed be the Lord forever. May that be our prayer, that we're going to trust that God is faithful, that God keeps his promise, that he will save us, and that he will restore everything to right when Christ returns at the end of history to deliver the kingdom to his father. May we have a trust in that. May we say, along with the psalmist, amen and amen. May we put our trust in God to be good and faithful in all that we do. And so may we remember that God will work all things together for good. And may we trust that good promise as we go out into his world today. Let us go to prayer. Gracious Father, 
We bring our praises to you, for we know that you have not hidden yourself from us. You have spoken in your Son, and it's because of him that we know you. We know that your righteous wrath has been poured out on him, and because of that work, for us, we trust that we are declared righteous in your sight, and we praise you for this good news. As we begin another week, we pray that you would bless us as we serve you in our vocations. You have blessed your people with unique gifts. We ask that through your word and spirit, you would bless us with a daily reminder that we are being used by you every day to serve others and bring glory to your holy name. From the children to the retired, you give us all gifts that are used for your glory. And we pray that we would find fulfillment in those things this week as we live and love others in your world. And as we begin our week, we pray along with the psalmist, blessed be the Lord forever. You are good and holy and just and we put our trust in you today to do your good will. And we ask for faith to trust that you will work all things together for good today for those who love you. We pray this all in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right. I hope you have a great Monday and a good start to your week. Take care. Thank you for listening. Subscribe to our podcast feed so you don't miss an episode. If you would like more information on our congregation, you can find it at edgertonfrc.org. You can also watch the videos of these devotions at our Facebook page and YouTube channel.